In this presentation, we will take a look at a combined accounting method. So we've taken a look at a cash method and we've taken a look at an accrual method and we've noted that a lot of times we're not actually on a pure cash method or a pure accrual method. What we're really talking is kind of somewhere in the middle and a lot of times in the IRS code, the IRS might say, well, yeah, you're on a cash method, but we would prefer you be on a accrual method for this particular type of transaction. And we want you on an accrual method in other cases, but for this particular kinds of transactions, we want you on a cash method. So notice we're usually kind of somewhere in the middle or it depends on the transaction in terms of where we are at an accrual or a cash. Well, what about some kind of combined method? Could we use some kind of combined method in terms of our reporting process? Note, if you look at the return then, we do have this other line item that says either cash, accrual, or other on the Schedule C. Back to the text. You generally can use any combination of cash, accrual, and special methods of accounting if the combination clearly shows your income and expense and you use it consistently. So that's going to be one of the major points here. They're going to say, hey, is this a consistent method that you're applying? Because a lack of consistency means that someone, or could mean, the IRS is suspicious that it could mean someone's messing with the timing differences to manipulate the amount of taxes that would be owed. Now, if they use a consistent method, in other words, you would think that once the timing is established, then the tax should be okay going forward because the timing differences will play out from one year to the other as long as there's that consistency. Back to text. However, the following restrictions apply. If an inventory is necessary to account for your income, you generally must use an accrual uh, method for purchases and sales. So if you have an inventory, that's one of the exceptions, then typically we have to use an accrual method. And they're concerned about the sales, the sales half of the equation, because when we consider the income, they're considering the accrual method with regard to purchases, because they don't want you to be able to charge an expense to a purchase of inventory that hasn't been sold. So you, because typically under an accrual method, we don't get the expense until we actually have the cost of goods sold. So they're saying here, hey, we're more concerned with the uh, sales side of things with the purchase of inventory and people taking an expense related to the purchase of inventory when they haven't sold the inventory. That's my interpretation of the reasoning. Back to the text. You can use the cash method for all other items of income and expenses. So things that aren't related to the inventory, they're saying, well, then it would make more sense to go ahead and use the cash method as you would with other things. So with relation to the phone bill, the utilities and that kind of stuff, if you want to use more of a cash basis method as you would uh, for another kind of small business type of company, then that's not what they're concerned about. They're concerned about usually the inventory and that's going to be the major factor. Back to the text. If you use the cash method for figuring your income, uh, you must use the cash method for reporting your expenses. If you use the accrual method for reporting your expenses, you must lose the accrual method for figuring your income. If you use a combination method that, that includes the cash method, treat that combination method as the cash method.